it blew my mind when I kind of like noticed that difference and um, started understanding how powerful this media is nowadays. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of In the Den. Today, I am joined by Karelis Matos. She is the president of operations at Nassau National Cable. Welcome. Thank you. Hi, CJ. How are you? I am doing great today. It's a little chilly, but that's okay. We'll work with it. Yep. (laughs) So our audience may or may not be familiar with uh, Nassau National Cable. So tell us a little bit about your organization, what you guys do, and then I want to get a little bit into your background because you definitely have a unique background. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Um, so yeah, now so much no cable, we are an e-commerce and we distribute everything that has to do with electrical wires or cables, mostly that, but we are also starting to expand into other products in different industries, just like um, lightings or microphones or audio visuals and stuff like that. Okay, awesome. And tell me, tell everybody a little bit about your background. So I know that you started out as an admin. So to go from being in administration all the way up to president of operations is a, is a massive leap. So tell us a little bit about yourself and how you wound up here. Um, so I'm originally from Colombia. I am a mechanical engineer. And um, I was just doing some odd jobs here in the United States as an admin. So I I, I could kind of like introduce myself to the market and stuff like that a couple of years prior to me joining NASA National Cable. And um, when it was given the chance for that, um, you know, my background as a mechanical engineer kind of matched exactly what at the time Sam, the owner of the company, was looking for to fill in, even though it was not exactly an engineer position. Um, but me having that background as well as the experiences in that mean kind of like maybe sparked something. <laughs> um, yeah. So and being that I had worked in the Latin American market um, with Caterpillar and kind of like had a little bit more of an understanding of how other countries work and, and how they do certain operations, um, it it brought something that maybe opened a national national cable to see possibilities and doing business with um, more international companies and not just solely focus on um, the United States market. So that's, you know, little by little, just taking (laughs) each step at a time. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Well, I I have had the privilege of working with Sam, so I know he is a go-getter. And one of the things that really interested us in talking with you is that at Nassau, you guys have the mindset of a big business, but acting small. Tell us a little bit about how that mindset has really helped to develop the company. Um. Well, up to this point, we're uh, we're very unorthodox in the way we kind of do things internally. Um, we really do not want to be like a big corporation or act like that, and instead try to keep everything inside working as just one huge uh, team, in a sense. So um, everybody knows a little bit about everything. Everybody does a little bit about everything, but their primary focus is, of course, their position. So sales team, 
knows exactly how shipping works and how logistics do their things. Even though they're not involved, they know how it works that way when they can introduce the product to the customer or the process to the customer. They already put everything out there so that the customer is aware from the get-go how is going to go, how everything and what is expected to happen or what is not expected to happen. Um, that way we're upfront and the customer knows from the beginning what it is that you know we need to take in consideration before placing the order, et cetera, et cetera. And that way, I feel, I believe that it just brings the customer a little bit more, well, a little bit closer to us in the same so we're making just a relationship and we're not just selling you the cable. We're also giving you a service of an amazing customer service, which is ultimately our, our goal, just provide amazing customer service to all our customers. Well, and, and that's our goal here at One SEO. And like I said, those, those kind of similarities is really what made the, the conversation today so interesting. So customer service is definitely our number one priority. And one of the ways we do that is very similar to how you described. Everybody kind of understands our process. If you work inside of, you know, our organization, just like what you guys have going on, you kind of, you don't, you can't do everything, but you really know what's the process here? What's the process there? What does onboarding look like? What does, you know, a kickoff look like? And really being able to understand it. Um, and that's what allows our customer service to be so good is that those conversations are so much deeper. They're so, you know, they're so much more geared towards a full understanding. How has that customer mindset really helped you guys make changes to how you do that? Tell me a little bit about how you've revolutionized your customer service. Right. So, as we change from a storefront, which is how the company originated, um, to an e-commerce, one of the things that was going to definitely change was the way we were going to expose ourselves or bring ourselves to start a relationship with our customers. You know, e-commerce is very cold, robotic. It's just a bot in like in, in small words, you know, Um Someone wants to purchase an order and when they need help, it's just click here if you need help. Right. Um, click, select this option if this is what you like. Select this other option if the option before is correct. Select this, yes or no. So it, at some point, it just gets so frustrating um, that you kind of miss that connection with the customer and a customer frustrating might translate into absolutely no business for you. Um, so we we kind of like didn't want to forget that part of interacting. Humanly interaction is just absolutely needed for everybody. And that was very uh, a very hard lesson we all had to kind of go through after the recent pandemic that we went through. And um, so we didn't want to lose that. And we still wanted to make sure that our customers really had a good time with us, not just because we were giving them quality products, but because we were building some kind of relationship with them. So it's like you're saying, we were not just, you know, trying to sell something, but we were building something deeper and allowing our customers to understand how the company works, why we are who we are, why we have so many years of experience and why we are still in the market and one of the biggest or Biggest small businesses <laughs> in e-commerce right now. 
No, and it's it's so great. And it, it's nice to hear that that customer service mindset happens from the, the top down. Now, part of that, of course, is having the right people, right? The right bodies and the right seats. You have to have employees that believe that, that are able to mimic that and are able to, you know, make that their goal too. So how has having the right people inside of your organization really helped, especially like you said, in a world where it's e-commerce, it is so robotic, it is so impersonal. How have the right people helped? It's just essential. It is ultimately. Um, Having the right people will allow us to get to the right places and build the right connections or, or, do it the right way, in in other words. So um, we started here in New York, um, our main our warehouse and, and, and everything is, yes, all throughout the world, but our business, let's say headquarters is here in New York. So from here to our employees in, in Poland, to our employees in Argentina, to our employees in Colombia, Everything that we have always make sure that they understand is, yes, you need your experience in order to perform certain tasks. But the most important thing and the skill that you're going to be hired for is your um, customer service. It's just the skill that, unfortunately, is one of those soft skills that you cannot measure uh, and you cannot put how good you are on a resume. It's just about a conversation. It's just about how you interact with other people. And um, well, I mean, if if you get the chance to speak to any of our customer service representatives, you're definitely going to see that it is the sub skill. It's just like excellent. It is. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not bringing. It's not because it's NASA National Cable, you know. It's just, <laughs> it's just because they are. They are really, really good at what they do, and customer service is just our priority. And you're right. And it's a a skill that you either have or you don't. It's not one of those things that you can teach. Like you can teach people, you know, some of the skills that are required to actually do their job, but they're either, you know, someone who understands customer experience or they don't. Um, Exactly. It is. It's key. It's key and it's essential to uh, what we've been doing so far. Yeah, absolutely. So let's switch gears for just a minute. You had mentioned before about, you know, one of the the benefits to you coming on board was you were able to really kind of help with the international market. So what are some of the things that Nassau has done to kind of adapt or shift to get into those other areas, those other markets? Well, one of the things, of course, is just building our our staff or getting our staff and set up in this I would say central locations or important locations. So um, sometimes we we do get customers that come from different parts of the world, Colombia, Argentina, different countries in South America or Central America or Europe. So having people centrally located in those continents allows us to reach out to them in a more personal way as opposed to always doing it like we're meeting right now through Zoom or via video conference, which, yes, it's definitely very, um, you know, comfortable. It's 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 very, what's the word? It's um, It just is easy for everybody to do, right? But building or having that human interaction is just as ne- necessary as it is to have a, a, a an amazing team. So I feel like 
just focusing on having people strategically located in those areas that will allow us to also introduce our company that is performing amazing here in the United States to all these other countries. Well, yes, we're not known there, <laughs> but we have a really good and amazing employee representing us who will be able to introduce you to our services, to our company, and we'll be able to give you a great um, you know, introduction to how we do business. It's it's one of the key points that I feel like was what allowed us to become more international. Of course, marketing takes a big, big, big role in that. Okay. And uh <laughs> let's 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 talk a little bit about that. But before we do, um I think one of the the things that you had said is the the pandemic kind of forced us to have conversations like this, right? Um, but as we're we're coming out of it, business owners need to truly remember that having a a physical presence somewhere is huge, right? You may not land a a great deal or a big deal uh, for cabling if you're just doing it this way. You you can touch them, you can feel them. It's great to be able to see your face. But if we were in the same room together, our conversation might be different. It could be deeper. Um, so getting kind of back to that mindset, that's really what has helped you guys, you know, being able to say, hey, listen, if we're going to go into this market, we need to have a foot on the ground. Um, you know, you don't necessarily need to have all of your operations in every location that you service, but having sales reps or people inside that can really go out and be those feet on the ground is super important. Exactly. That that was our approach. And also, um, just keep in mind, we don't have to necessarily have them go into an office or a location in those countries, they can definitely do it from home. That's that's not it. It's about being able to move from one place to another easily and more conveniently than it would take us to go from, well, let's say New York, which is at the top in the East Coast, <laughs> and to uh, South America. It's, it's more than five hours flight and it's going to take some time to adjust. So mm-hmm. it's just convenient. So you were able to come up with a great solution there. You were able to make that work. You got feet on the ground. You're in all of these you know, wonderful locations. Let's talk a little bit about the marketing because national marketing is definitely way different than you know, your regular local marketing. So what are some of the things that you're doing from a marketing standpoint to increase that footprint? So the pie... One of the things that I have learned in this job and and with the plan of internal internationalizing the company is how big the reach for social media is. Um, you know, sometimes I just like waste time. <laughs> That's how I call it. So, <laughs> as scrolling through Instagram or TikTok or Facebook, and it's just like watching videos, and it's mostly here in the United States, but. In other countries, it has a power that is completely different than the one it has here in the United States. Some companies don't in other countries don't even have a website, but they do have and perform business directly from their social media. I mean, it's just it, it blew my mind when I kind of like noticed that difference and um, started understanding how powerful this media is nowadays. So. That is one of our biggest intake, and that's how we're trying to introduce ourselves little by little to the market as well in all of these international countries. We're not going to start with all of the countries we have people in right now, so we're focusing one by one. And right now, we're kind of like immersing ourselves in the Latin American market. It's doing really good. It's getting some traction there slowly. 
but um, you know, we're doing it. And and just marketing is just the biggest and fastest way for us to introduce ourselves in um in a market that it's not known for us. Yeah, and I love and, and we'll we can end it here kind of uh, this as our our final roar. But I love that you had brought up the difference between how social media is used outside of the the United States, right? Because here, even though, I mean, businesses are on it. There's no doubt that we're using social media to find businesses or leave reviews. But if you really were to break it down, the large majority of usage on those social platforms is more for branding and awareness and social conversations. To whereas when you go to somewhere like Latin America, like you said, it's a technology that makes it very easy for them to promote their business without having to go through and create a website. Um, So one of the things that we do when we talk to clients about marketing is they need to know where their audience is, right? Mm -hmm. If your audience isn't on Google, then don't waste your time you know, putting a a website there, like if if the primary amount of your audience is on social media, then there's so much that you can do there and vice versa, right? We have clients who have, you know, a large client base on Bing. So the last thing that we're going to do is recommend for them to put a budget towards, you know, Google, if the primary audience that they serve is on Bing. So really being able to understand your audience and then putting your business in front of them is, is the answer. Research in every aspect of our life is just necessary because it just opens our mind to what's happening outside of our, in front of our faces and, and it just need it. You know, if you don't do your research, you might miss something that it's going to be crucial for you and to, in order for you to reach our, your goal. So it's it just about that. Absolutely. Guys, you heard it. She said it. Do your research. Thank you so much for joining me in the den. I really appreciate it. I look forward to future conversations and make sure you tell Sam I said hi. Absolutely. Absolutely. He'll definitely watch this video. All right. Thank you so much. Have <laughs> it a great was a day. a pleasure, CEA. Take care.